BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Hey, how you doing? I don't know about you, but I am in a weird way. Excited is the wrong word. I am full of anticipation, wondering what is going to happen when the giant caravan of would-be migrants works its way through Mexico and hits the U.S. border. I'll tell you what's going to happen. They're going to come into the United States and live here the rest of their lives, and I'm going to pay for their health care. <laughs> you know what? There's a lot of truth to that, I'm afraid. On the other hand, you got the state of Texas saying, no, they're not. No, they're not. Because, and, and courts will rule this eventually. State of Texas is saying so much of the burden is not borne by, quote, unquote, the federal government which is we the people anyway, it's the local municipalities in Texas. It's the local people. It's the shopkeepers. It's the crime victims. It's the school districts. It's the hospital, the rest of it. And so, you know, in similar fashion to, you know, when uh, what, what was the name of the gal who was uh, running Arizona back in the day? I can picture her, but I can't think of her name. But she got sued by the Obama administration because she said, if you're not going to enforce immigration law, we, we will. And they shopped around and found a judge that told Arizona, no, stand down, take all the illegals that uh, care to come across the border. I don't think we're going to see that ruling repeated. Not sure. But to the caravan and what's going on with it, Griff Jenkins with a good report on Special Report uh, with Brett Bear yesterday. Clip 20, please, Michael. Chanting liberty, the caravan charges through a checkpoint as the Mexican National Guard stands by watching. 
the migrants, undeterred by Mexico's foreign minister, Marcelo Ebrard, who says they are being deceived by the organizers. They tell them, let's go in the caravan, we get to the U.S. and they will let us pass. It's not true. You saw what happened with the Haitians. It's the same thing. But the warning isn't breaking the will of the migrants. That's not stopping us, because we got, we got the power of God right next to us and he's going to open. That is not going to stop us. We're still proceeding. We're still moving. It's not going to stop us. Hey, didn't uh, thousands and thousands of those Haitians just get distributed into the country? Yep. So what's that Absolutely. Mexican minister of what's it's talking about? I don't know. Well, at least they got bull crap on that side of the border, too, from their elected officials. Uh, let's do a little more Griff Jenkins. Clip number 21. Organizers say the caravan is 4,000 strong now, with more than 1,250 children under seven. 400 between the ages of 17 and 18, at least 100 babies under a year. And 65 pregnant women are in the group, three of whom are past eight months, as the journey is taking a toll after just five days. Well, you know, if you, you're pregnant or you got a kid in tow, and it might be your kid, it might be a relative, a friend's kid, you maybe you bought a kid at a roadside stand in Mexico. Uh, if you got a kid, they're going to let you into the uh, Estados Unidos. So it's a good, good uh, strategy. And then finally, uh, 22. As for who's paying for this group, caravan leader and U.S. citizen Irenejo Mujica denies financial support. It is the people of goodwill, like the churches or other people that give them food. If not, they share each other. I don't know. But I'm not getting funded. Wherever the money is coming from, they're going to need a lot more of it because at the rate they're traveling now, they won't even make it to Mexico City until sometime in mid-November. And Mexico City's a thousand miles south of the border, if I remember correctly. So it's a long way away. Wow. Yeah, I hadn't understood until a few days ago. I was watching a report that... Uh, Mexico passed a law where it's illegal for Mexican citizens to transport these folks who aren't authorized to be in Mexico. I have a feeling that was a little arm twisting by uh, Uncle Sam saying, hey, you got to do something about all these people just zooming through your country and leaping across our border. Um, So when it does actually, uh, when the uh, immigrants do hit the fan of the border, um, it could be God knows when. I don't know. Next year, early Christmas time. I don't know. Um, so we got a couple of texts. Uh, so we were talking about words that they banned at the uni- what was the University of Pittsburgh? Pitt. Yeah, I believe. Yep. Um, the usual words that you can't say anymore. Anything that's got man or woman or gender or anything like that. Sure. Um, but uh, Joe said that why why are women bothered by human or mankind? Um, it seems like womb man. Yes. A special sort of human, a human with more, a human with something very special, uh, a human I, with something that perpetuates the damn race. You suggest that men should be called peen men. And several <laughs> texters believe that's the funniest thing they've ever heard in their life. <laughs> I just well, want to let you peen men know that I listen every morning and that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. I'll never stop using it. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, uh, fellas are portrayed as some sort of generic human. You got nothing. You got nothing. And granted, a schwanz ain't much, you know, to contribute to. But but uh, according to what I learned in high school biology, it's uh, very handy for reproduction. And, you know, my own personal observation would confirm that. (laughs) 
Shout out to my um, three kids who, if they hear this, will be mortified. Of course, they spent their childhoods mortified, so <laughs> more of the uh, same. And before we take a break, we got this text. Will you two walking COVID cadavers be working tomorrow? I need my Armstrong and Getty Friday. I officially have COVID. I got an official positive COVID test. I feel like crap. I hope this is the worst day and I start feeling better tomorrow. Um, Because generally that's it, right? You get no symptoms or you feel bad for a couple days and it goes away. You know, I've mentioned several times I had a handful of golf buddies who are, like myself, doughy guys in middle age, uh, you know, just not not great physical specimens. Um, and they just had the sniffles for a few days. I've had the sniffles for a few days. I'm going to get, like, one of the really good tests before I come in and infect anybody. Um uh, so I'm looking forward to that this afternoon. Yeah, buddy of mine though, he had the uh, he had the fever and felt like crap for a day or so. But the too tired to work a full day and the brain fog has lasted for weeks. Oh boy, um, I'm always tired. And my brain don't work that good to start with. So I don't know, probably an improvement. Whatever yeah. happens to my brain, nobody will notice. It'll be Not fine. Exactly. Um, I don't have the my, my son yesterday. He got up and the first thing he said was, "I can't smell anything," which is interesting to me. I'm not sure I would notice if I couldn't smell anything, unless I actively went to smell something. But he noticed it right away as soon as he walked out of the bedroom. He said, "I can't smell anything." Well, smell is such a big part of taste. I think you'd probably notice when you took your first sip of coffee. Maybe, but then he went and got a magic marker. He said, "I can't smell anything." He said, "What's got a strong smell?" He went and grabbed the hand sanitizer. He said, "I don't smell anything." Oh, that's got to be disconcerting. Yeah, I haven't had that. It's just weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can uh, vouch for my own sense of smell, having walked the dog uh, earlier. We'll just leave it at that. Um, Good. That's what a normal person would do. <laughs> well, leave I, it that's that. what I did. I'm leaving it at that. Okay. i got to clean up after him, obviously. So there's Yes, that. we know. An aggressive so, scent. You know, we know exactly what you were talking about. You got to be in close proximity. No obviously. more details are needed of any kind. <laughs> I'm just trying to make myself clear. <laughs> oh, boy. For our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Um, we ought to fill in some of the details are what will be and won't be, it looks like, in this giant package that they may be voting on today. Some of the things you hated are out. The most of you hated. Like the free college thing is out. Paid leave looks like is out. I thought that would never get taken out. That's the one the liberals are really mad about. Yeah. yeah. Will they vote for it? You know, that's the big question. I don't but know. You know, know. future historians will look back on today and say, this was the day the U.S. went broke. So you might as well know the particulars. Yeah, it actually could be. Stay tuned. That's next. Armstrong and Getty. As I said before, these plans are fiscally responsible. They are fully paid for. They don't add a single penny to the deficit. They don't raise taxes on anyone making less than $400,000 a year. In fact, they reduce the deficit. Here's how. I don't want to punish anyone's success. I'm a capitalist. I want everyone to be able to, if they want to be a millionaire or billionaire, to be able to seek their goal. But all I'm asking is, Pay your fair share. Pay your fair share. Pay your fair share. <laughs> You're trying to hypnotize right me? Now, 
Many of them are paying virtually nothing. Oh, my God. Come for the falsehoods. Stay for the cliches. Yikes. Wow, I can't believe that he's still going with that whole, it's completely paid for. In fact, it makes money. You, it's the classic, you can't afford not to buy this. <laughs> <laughs> right. Wow. Pay your fair share. So Jim Pay Tankers. Pay your fair share. <laughs> I will <Ooh>. obey. <laughs> Uh, Jim Tankersley, we used to have on the air a lot. We liked him quite a bit. He's a New York Times reporter now. I think he is tweeted this out kind of sarcastically. Or Anyway, he tweeted out, selling his new framework, Biden led with, this all just happened in the last hour, Biden led with one, fiscal responsibility, two, relieves inflationary pressure, three, reduces the deficit. I think this was a sarcastic tweet. He's just not, like, going to pointed out as a New York Times reporter. But all three of those things are, well, as Charlie C. Cook retweeted, it said, absolute nonsense. Fiscal responsibility. So we have spent $6 trillion. Do you realize the pandemic that has hit us in the world is the most expensive thing to hit the world ever? It's more expensive than World War II. It's more expensive than anything. And it's been more expensive for this country. We've spent more money on this in a year than anything that has ever happened hit us out of the blue and we're going to spend another three or four trillion dollars now's the time to just like bring me your wish list of things you've wanted because we just spent the most money we've ever spent in the history of our country now's the time to get your new pony an oak tree just took out the entire roof so kids tell me everything you want now's the time to buy it it's it's insane it's crazy fiscal responsibility is what he led with relieves inflationary pressure are there any economists no. who say the government borrowing another $3 trillion is going to help our inflation? It's not going to add to the deficit. We're going to tax the rich. And he claims Pay it's going to reduce the deficit. Share, says the ghost of tax day present. So nobody knows what the tax deal is anyway right now because for like 36 hours, it was the tax the 700 billionaires on their capital gains. Yeah. And apparently that has been yanked out. That, that um, was a head fake. And that only added up to $200 billion anywho. I mean, it was practically nothing. So I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. But but it doesn't need to make sense. It's politics. So if if there are enough people saying, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and enough Congress people and senators feel comfortable enough to vote for it; it'll pass. So there you go. Yeah, it's just it's I I can't believe it's happening. I know. I mean, this was unthinkable up until roughly now, and I think it's just the amount of money being thrown around in the past year and a half. Or I so think so too. Absolutely. Has been so enormous; it's desensitized everybody. It's the it's the thing you do on vacation, where. Money doesn't have the same value as it did like two weeks ago when you were at home. You know, I wish I could use the S word because COVID has been the world's essiest vacation. I mean, <laughs> really. Who, how did the travel agent talk us into this? This sucks. And why have we stayed on it for a year and a half? Yeah, no kidding. When when can we go home, Daddy? Pay so, your fair share. All right. Pay your fair share. You know what I should have called him is... Pay your fair share. The ghost of tax days yet to come. Republicans, I've been complaining about this for years. My side does a terrible job of making their argument. I never see Republicans on any of the tax, uh, any of the Sunday talk shows make the good argument 
for um, for their side. So the left always wins with this whole, the rich aren't paying their fair share. All these socialist countries that Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and AOC like, the middle class pays the bulk of the taxes. They pay unbelievably high taxes. In America, we're trying to pull off these Scandinavian-style socialist countries without the middle class paying the taxes. Right. And it it can't be done because all the money is in the middle class. That's the big bulk of the money. And nobody's suggesting let's rewrite the tax code with all those enormous loopholes that the super rich, the money men on Wall Street exploit. Nobody even suggests that on the Democratic side. Doesn't that strike you as a little bit odd? I mean, they're talking about soaking the rich, and that won't be nearly enough money, and the so-called rich will figure out a way around it probably anyway, but... And, and, and again, again, I'm going to hammer this. Nobody suggests, not even Republicans. Where is where, Tom Cotton? Where Ted Cruz saying we are more than happy to discuss universal pre-K or whatever? That's a bad example because it's not great for kids. It's bad for kids. Um, we're willing to discuss doing that. Just tell us which of the programs this gigantic federal government runs that you're willing to get rid of. And we'll switch the money from that one to this one. We're going to cancel our subscription to something we don't watch, and we're going to get, you know, Apple TV or whatever. But it's got to be a quid pro quo. There's got to be a trade-off. Nobody even asks that question, which makes me insane. So if you want anything that sounds like good news, it's no longer $3.5 trillion or $6 trillion like Bernie wanted. It's down to $1.85 trillion. That's in addition to the 1.5 trillion that everybody's like just assuming is going to pass. So it's an insane amount of money for a country that, as I already said, spent more money on this disaster than anything we've ever spent money on. But so things had some things had to get uh, pulled out. Um, some things that Joe Biden ran on. Um, it does not reduce prescription drug costs for seniors. It does not take uh, the the nation's first federally guaranteed paid family and medical leave for workers has been pulled out. Free community college has been pulled out. Oh, my God. (laughs) Vision and dental services for Medicare has been pulled out. It will not raise the corporate tax rate or the top individual tax rate. It will not impose a new tax on on the gains of billionaires. How are you going to pay for it then? Who's, Who's it taxing? I've totally lost track now. Well, I don't get it either. I guess we'll find out later today that it's the old Nancy Pelosi. we got to pass the bill to find out what's in it. Or they'll just print more money. You know, the one angle of this that I found really intriguing, uh, David Drucker brought it to our attention during hour two, was that the Terry McAuliffe, uh, Glenn Youngkin race in Virginia is more important than just a, you know, it's a bellwether. Shows which way that purple state, blah, blah, blah. If, if Glenn Youngkin comes out of nowhere and beats Terry McAuliffe, the, the purplish district Democrats are going to snap to attention and say, oh, boy, and think, all right, the, the trend is not, the, the winds are not blowing in the direction of big, giant, sweeping Democratic action. If I want to hold on to my seat, uh, hello, I'm a moderate over here. Everybody see how moderate I am? So that uh, that race could have an effect. And that's Tuesday, correct? Yeah, this coming Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, so I wish we could just drag our feet for another five, six days. So this, well, that's what they're, now why Nancy's going to have the votes today, I'll right. bet. Right. Um, about a third of this $1.85 trillion is going to fight climate change. You know that's going to accomplish nothing. And $400 billion of it, which is a lot, is for the whole pre-K thing, which yeah, if you good. listen to yesterday's show, is not only bad, I mean worthless, it might actually damage kids. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You know, we probably ought to get to that Alec Baldwin shooting press uh, conference, since that appears to be the number one threat to Americans, Alec Baldwin, judging by the news coverage. Uh, before we get to that, Michael, do you think this should be set up? Uh, yeah, I, should, I think so. All right. All right. Story out of Blue Ash, Ohio. I don't think I've ever been to Blue Ash, Ohio. I'm sure it's pleasant. The leaves are probably changing this time of year. 79-year-old Blue Ash man is accused of shooting his 50-year-old son because he would not stop playing the guitar, according to court records. His how old son? This is not 50. Okay. This is not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. There's something wrong with me. I'm twisted. Around 5 o'clock in the evening, Blue Ash first responders were called to the 3500 block of What's-Its Road for an accidental shooting, according to police documents. 79-year-old Fred Hensley Jr. Sr. told police his son would not stop playing the guitar. So Hensley Sr. said he got his gun and threatened to shoot his son. The father said he wasn't trying to hit his son. He only meant to shoot near him. Oh, okay, well, that's reasonable. That's, that's, that's <laughs> Sure, we can all understand that. Go ahead, Michael, roll the tape. Uh, real quick, just so you know, the father oh. is hard of hearing. Oh, okay, okay. yet another factor. 911, what's your emergency? Well, I accidentally shot my son here. Is he awake? I cannot understand the word you're saying. Is he awake? Yes. I need to know where he was shot at. Was it the head, the arm, the chest, the leg? Yeah, it's in his side. (laughs) That's all there is. (laughs) 
Oh, we got to dig up more. There's yeah, got to be more. Wait a minute, Michael. You that, can't, we got to dig up you're more. Like a, you're running an ice cream shop where you give us the tiny little spoonful. We order the double cone and you say, go to hell. I mean, come that's on. That's all I could dig up. But there's just... got to be more. <laughs> I have so many questions. I like the way he starts yelling at her. <laughs> right off the bat. I can't hear anything. <laughs> I got to hear God, that again. Play that one more time. Yeah. Nine one one. Emergency. I accidentally shot my son here. Is he awake? I cannot understand the word you're saying. Is he awake? Yes. I need to know where he was shot at. Was it the head, the arm, the chest, the leg? Yeah, it's in his side. I, I got it. I look forward to being old and taking on that persona where you <laughs> like you yell at other people because you can't hear them or something. Are you trying to keep me out of the hear you. <laughs> So I got a couple of questions about this. Number one, if the if the old man's so hard of hearing, what right. the hell does he care if the boy's playing guitar? Well, it's hard to imagine. Yeah, and uh, it's so probably evidently... more of a. I, I'm just guessing. I don't have any idea. How about you get a job rather than just sit around my house playing the guitar all the time? Yeah, I wonder. Let's see. But this it was uh, five o'clock in the evening on a Sunday. I mean, what what do you want out of the guy? He's fifty years old. It's a Sunday afternoon. He feels like strumming his uh, guitar. I mean, come on now. Uh, the, and, the, uh, of course, there's fault uh, with the young man, too. Uh, apparently, he uh, he took issue with being shot for playing a guitar and pounded his father on the head. Oh. And the old fellow suffered injuries to the face and mouth area. Uh, the son said he did not remember hitting his dad when asked, according to the police. So the old fellow went to the county justice center, got uh, booked for felonious assault, son taken to the hospital for the gunshot wound to his ribcage area. Okay. The other hand, if you're in your dad's home and he asks you to stop playing the guitar, put down your damn guitar. Stop, for crying out loud. But remember, yeah. it was an accident. He was just trying to shoot near him. Right. Try a warning shot. Oh, boy. Folks, there are better ways to resolve family disputes than this. Got this text as I have the COVID. Uh, Jack, my husband and I had it during the big January spike. Okay, well, there's been so many spikes, I don't even know what... You really need to just rest and get as much sleep as you can. Stop working. It's too much stress for your body. Trust me, this job is not stress on your body. <laughs> not I mean, really. Most jobs might be, but this one is not particularly. Expect to be exhausted for weeks. I've been exhausted for 47 years. Uh, take care of yourself. Joe can hold down the fort. I would say nah. this. Nah, that's more work for me. Then I'll be yeah. tired. Exactly. What could that come on um, now? I would. I will say this because uh, we got a text earlier from someone who thought we were too cavalier with our. I'm wearing a T-shirt right now that says, "I'm vask. I'm vaxxed, no mask." Um, I wish I had taken it more seriously. I really do. I wish I had taken not getting the COVID more seriously. But what would you have done? I mean, because you you never go anywhere. No, I don't. That you don't, don't have to. I don't know if I could have done much differently. There are a few occasions where I could have worn a mask where I wasn't because I, they weren't making me. Because um, I usually just wear a mask where they make me, not because I'm trying to avoid the disease. Because I'd rather not feel the way I've felt for the last several days. Yeah, I just if you got it from your kids, then there's probably nothing you could have done. No, yeah, you're you're right about that. If I did, if I'm, I can't tell if I gave it to the family or the family gave it to me. All four of us have tested positive now. Um, but so if you I, don't know who's the typhoid Mary and or uh, Jimmy. I don't know who's patient zero. Yeah. Um, if but if one of the kids got it at the school, which I think is the leading theory now, and brought it home, yeah, I couldn't have avoided it. There'd have been impossible. 
It would have been impossible. Which is a situation everybody's in with their kids. If their kids get it at school, um, you can't hire a sitter and your kid has got it. So who's going to take your kid? Well, you've got to take care of your kid. And as you just pointed out, you're going to catch it because there's no avoiding it. Right, right. I guess you hope you're the the majority of people who are vaccinated who don't get sick. Right, or or get a very mild version of it. You're definitely in the upper echelon of vaccinated people not feeling good. From what I've heard and read, I know there are plenty of folks listening who think, well, that's because everybody is kind of covering it up and the vaccine doesn't do any good. I don't know. I'm I respectfully a long way, disagree. I'm a long way from going to the hospital. I feel pretty damn crappy, but, you know, not like I need to go to the hospital. Yeah, so you're in the middle of the pack. Yeah, there you go. Whatever. So you feel good enough to lay around the house and strum your guitar till somebody takes a pot shot at you. I do. I did find myself last night when I got the positive uh, result finally from the university. Um, I was actually angry at the freaking Chinese communists who, who started this and hit it and have st- are still hiding it. And Dr. Fauci and all of those who, uh, who participated in this. I was actually angry at them for the first time. Yeah. Like, what yeah. the hell, dudes? I mean, my whole family's been sick. It's a deadly disease for some people. What the hell? Now, come on, China. Yeah, come on, China. Well, you and should you didn't be let, angry. You didn't let people in to, and, and give them all the samples right away so they could start working on a vaccine like nine months earlier than they did? Well, and, and the American media, which is, and, and the political left in, in some cases, which is so weak willed and pathetic. That because Trump felt X, they had to be anti-X. Even if it meant defending the most oppressive murder regime currently on Earth. I mean, seriously. Trump said, I'm pro your mother. So when your mother walked in the door, you hit her with an axe handle. I mean, that is how weak and easily manipulated you would-be members of the resistance are. You defended the communist Chinese who are covering up this horror wrought upon mankind. I can't even picture what it's like in your brain. Yeah. You know what's going to be interesting, speaking of China? So Taiwan's president yesterday confirmed that there are U.S. troops on the island of Taiwan and said the threat from Beijing is growing every day. This whole Taiwan thing is so much hotter this week than it was last week, and it just keeps growing exponentially. The Olympics in China are 99 days from now. In 99 days, the world is going to show up in China and march around a stadium? And, you know, the the home team is always the biggest team and gets the biggest cheers and everything like that. Really? Are we going to cheer all these athletes who are really just soldiers in a different sort of battle because it's not like you get an option of whether or not you're going to be an athlete or what sport you're going to participate in there in China. And you're going to have uh, various Chinese leadership who are all part of the Communist Party who enslave people and torture people and, 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 and spy on the United States and steal our information and all the different things. China is um, asshole. I can't believe the Olympics are actually going to happen in 99 days. Yeah. Yep. That's going to be weird. And the president of the Olympic Committee, whoever, whichever criminal is in charge currently, is going to get up and thank the uh, the brilliant Chinese host for the wonderful blah, 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 and make a moving speech, and then, you know, off to the stadiums, which are only going to be filled with communist Chinese, because no foreigners can uh, go watch the games. Weird. Yeah, it's going to be a weird Olympics. The country that started this whole freaking pandemic. China. Killed millions and millions of people. Is going to have the Olympics, and we're all going to uh, celebrate. 
weird. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, the excuse is, nah, we got to keep coming together. This is better for humanity. Let's put aside our differences for a few weeks. Let's come together and, and engage in sport. You know, whether you buy that or not, I suppose, you know, different people have different answers. It, it feels weird to be heading to China's house to play when they're a monster. That attitude that if we allow China to uh, to be part of the normal world, they'll normalize is what we've been doing for 50 years. And it, I thought we'd all agreed that was a mistake. But we're going to continue it for a little while longer, I guess. In essence, yeah. Yep. That's what we're doing. We will finish strong. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Armstrong and Getty Show. An FDA panel gave the green light to the Pfizer vaccine for kids between the ages of 5 and 11. Vaccines are the best way to prevent the two things parents fear the most, COVID and homeschooling. I don't know, three goes into five. I don't know. I'm not about to. Yep, this is great. In a few weeks, you're going to see bouncers outside Chuck E. Cheese checking vaccine cars. <laughs> not today, Timmy. Sorry. Here's how the vaccine will work. Older kids can get Pfizer, younger kids can get Moderna, and the middle child can get Johnson & Johnson. (laughs) Wow, wait a minute. Yeah, so we got that whole battle coming. They they, they approved them, and they're going to start giving them out, and your school district might mandate it, and then you got a decision to make. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I am troubled by the little kids getting the jab. 
I really am. I was told by a doctor friend of mine that the myocarditis uh, uh, thing, the swelling of the heart there, is, it's just not significant. He said 90% of these cases or, or more, he said, you'd never know unless you tested them. It's asymptomatic. It clears itself up. It's nothing. But I've heard other people say different. So that, Like you, like us, like everybody. I don't know what the hell to think. Yeah. I just know the direct risk to the little kids is so small. There is not another vaccine they take that is like it in terms of the risk. I mean, all the the big vaccines that the kids are taking, and I don't have the complete list in front of me, um, but they're dread diseases, devastating to children, almost exclusively to children in some cases. They kill kids, in some cases just in terrible fashion. But this thing, the kid will get the sniffles for a while or or feel kind of crappy. But uh, I don't know. It's going to be a difficult decision for a lot of kids. I was seeing in the New York Post, they said that um, the if the planned uh, you-can't-work demands go into effect for city employees who haven't been vaccinated, they're going to have a devastating shortage of firefighters I'm in sure. New York City. And so the city's fathers are trying to figure out what to do. Okay, do we hold the line and then just have all sorts of people perish in fires and emergency calls and the rest of it? Well, I was about to say, given the percentage of firefighters, cops, EMTs that aren't getting the vaccine, if that percentage of people yank their kids out of school or or what are they going to do? What are you going to do if you're if you're one of these people? What am I going to do if I'm one of those people? Are you going to send your kid anyway? And or, uh, they won't accept them. So I don't know. I don't know what the, how that's going to play out. Right, right. Here it is. The FDNY is preparing to shutter as many as 20% of Big Apple fire companies and take an equal portion of its ambulances off the street ahead of the impending deadline for all city workers to be vaccinated against the Fauci fever. Oops, just skipped ahead with an autoplay video. If I wanted to watch your stupid video, I'd have clicked play. (laughs) On Wednesday... The department said just 65% of its firefighters, fire officers, and EMS workers have been vaccinated, despite the gigantic communist Bill de Blasio's order that all city workers receive at least one dose or face suspension without pay on Monday. 20%! And and I've got to believe, since we're talking about little kids and the whole risk-reward thing is, uh, you know, the numbers are completely different. Jack, i got to believe it's going to be a huge percentage i don't know if it'll be half it doesn't matter it's going to be such a significant percentage of parents um saying no you're not jabbing my kid that it's going to turn government schools into just it's going to be a tailspin i don't know what's going to happen uh, yeah and they get their funding based on based on kids showing up so you have a big chunk of kids not show up that's it's going to be i don't know the rubber is going to meet the road and something's going to give yeah yeah so uh there's no doubt that joe biden the president of the united states is a confused old man uh on the other hand uh garbage in garbage out the wall street journal with a really interesting piece just out today uh drilling down into four different u.s intelligence agencies reports on when afghanistan was likely to fall what the progress of the taliban was likely to look like and uh they all failed to predict the rapid Taliban takeover of Afghanistan. Uh, let's see. The nearly two dozen intelligence assessments from four different agencies haven't been previously reported. The assessments charted Taliban advances, uh, etc., forecasting the group would continue to gain ground and that the U.S.-backed government in Kabul was unlikely to survive absent U.S. support. However, they differed over how long the Afghan government and military could hold on. The summaries show with none foreseeing the lightning, you know, sweep into the capital. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, June 4th, Defense Intelligence Agency report said the Taliban would pursue an incremental strategy of isolating rural areas over the next 12 months. Uh, let's see. Who is this other? Is this the CIA? Uh, yeah, the CIA said Afghanistan assessing prospects for a complete Taliban takeover within two years. So uh, the report earlier we had was that the the Pentagon believes they missed China's test of the hypersonic missile because they were so busy with Afghanistan, but they got all of Afghanistan wrong. Yeah, and I'd read some intelligence pros lately saying, we need to tear the whole thing down and start again. It has become a big, bloated, dumb bureaucracy, and you can't have that in the intelligence services of, of any place. We've now entered Final Thoughts with your host, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Very soothing. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's get some soothing final thoughts from everybody on the crew to wrap up the show. There he is, pressing the buttons, our technical director, Michelangelo. Michael? Yeah, I have a statement here that I want to read. Okay. Jack, on the behalf of myself, my family, and all our listeners, thank you for doing a radio show while sick with the coronavirus. You're a brave little man. <laughs> Beautiful. A young Alex is our behind-the-scenes producer doing a fine job. Alex, a final thought for us? Yeah, the old guy who shot at his son for not uh, stopping playing the guitar. It's one of the great 911 calls of all time. I've linked the mug shot to the Armstrong and Getty Hot Links page. Check it out. That's an all-time great as well. Is there more to the 911 call? Not much. You got okay. the gist of it, but the right. this mug shot is fantastic. I'm picturing awesome. a crazy old wackadoodle. Am I wrong? Uh, there's a few bruises, too, but you're oh, not wrong. That's it's amazing how often the mugshot, you look at it and you say, that looks like the kind of guy that would get in a fight with his 50-year-old son over guitar playing and shooting. I mean, people look like the crime they committed. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're going to f- squeeze off a warning shot because your kid's playing too much guitar, aim well away from them. They'll get the point. Jack, a final thought for us? I have no political point to this comment whatsoever. Not medically, not politically, not anything. I just know this. I um, was not worried about the COVID. I did get the vaccine because I wasn't worried about the vaccine. I did get the COVID. I feel really, really crappy, even though I got the vaccine. I'm going to bed in like 10 minutes. That's all I know. How's your oxygenation? I'm not uh, like trying to make any point. That's just that's what has happened to me. How's your stool? Solid. (laughs) He says with pride. I'll let my warning shot thought be my final thought. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people have thanked so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. Oh, through Let's Go Brandon hats and T-shirts and everything. Super popular. Got the big red and blue A&G logo on there. Uh, shop around. Get yourself a Christmas gift or somebody you love. You can email us. If there's something we ought to be talking about, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. If we mention an article, it's probably under hot links. I hate you, Chinese Communist Party. See you tomorrow. God bless America. Point of personal privilege. I want to be a, a a peen man. I think males should be referred to as peen men. No, thank you. I think that right now, um, you know, the honeymoon's over. It's a little too much docky dog. Do you understand? I cannot understand the word you're saying. Can I just come back to the one? I want to talk about I, two, no, no, two, no, no, two no, things no. on you the ledger. To, you have, before we get to that. All right, I just got one final question. Have you been a good little Nazi? Your performance is shameful. You yeah. should resign in disgrace, Judge. On that high note, thank you all very much. Armstrong and Getty.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.